Hi, welcome to the Oz Party with your host Austin or Ozzy and Andrew Kelly. We'll be talking about the future of AI and robots. So, Ozzy, how do you feel about AI? AI, well, it's good in other sorts of stuff and good and bad in other stuff. Like it, get, it's good for finding medicine, drugs, and curing disease. But the other thing, it will like mess up if you like try and use it to like do your own creativity and stuff like if you try to use G- chat gpt to write essays and stuff that's how i feel oh yeah i heard chat gpt is only like dated to 2020 is that right i think it is i i didn't really look up what chat gpt is i was just looking up like the history of stuff uh the history of how it was made and uh the future of it and the pros and cons of it so i didn't really know what it date but we could probably look it up so uh, you should look it up and i'm gonna start talk about uh how ai was made okay i'll just look it up right now and i'll tell you in the middle of okay so how ai was made it was made by john von neumann and alan turning in 1950 but they didn't come up with the term ai they came up with the technology of ai they formalized the uh, the agriculture of our contemporary computers and demonstrated that it was a universal machine capable of exceeding what is programmed. The person who came up with the term AI is uh, Marvin Minsky, uh, who defines it as uh, the construction of computers that engage in tasks that are more satisfactory performed by human beings because they require high-level mental processes such as perceptual learning, memory organization, and critical reasoning. In the 1970s, it entered the golden age of the expert system. The system is based off an interference engine, which was programmed to be a logical mirror of human reasoning and answering questions with high-level expertise. It died off, then came back in 2010 with better computing power. So that was the history of AI and how it was made. So, Andrew, how was the ChatGPT search? Oh, yeah. So, ChatGPT's latest info is actually dated up until April 2023. We were both wrong. Very nice. Okay. So, we have some special guests here. They would like to talk and show that, tell their feelings about AI and robots. So, how do you feel about AI? Uh, yo, so I'm Landon, and AI is pretty cool. It can, like, write essays for you and stuff. But, but you're not supposed to write essays with it. I know, but like, it's just it can like it can like help you, you know. So okay, it can like give you ideas and like maybe correct your spelling and all that. Nice thoughts. Now we have another guest, and they can speak now. Hi, I'm Jacob. I think AI is pretty cool. It can help be helpful for us a lot, but also they might take over the world. So there's facts, that. facts that could happen, bro. Like that's scary. Like you never know. Nice thoughts. So are you saying that's kind of like Wally? How they, you know, have you seen Wally before? Almost, yeah. It's kind of like that, but I don't have any evidence, so can't really prove it. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's possible. Maybe in the future, yeah, we we could go up to space and be like those people in Wally. <laughs> you know how they're so big and they can't even walk. <laughs> I don't think that's very good. Well, yeah, I know, but we're just gonna say that like if AI takes over, we'll be like Wally. People in up in space, I, right? Well, I'm not gonna be here for that then. <laughs> Guess not.
Wally's a pretty good movie. <laughs> it is. Now let's get to the robots, which Andrew's going to talk more about it. So let's get started on talking about robots. The first robots were made around the f- 1950s. Those first few robots were made to manufacture auto bodies, meaning car parts. The first few robots are able to perform more dangerous tasks with more precision and speed than any human can. Are the robots like uh, humanoid or are they like like arms and stuff, like moving around stuff? Then, no, they weren't humanoid. But like recently I heard about like Elon Musk building like a humanoid robot called Optimus and showed it on like Tesla AI Day, I think in 2022 or 2021. Okay, that's pretty cool. I think robots are really intelligent. Yeah, they're pretty intelligent because they got AI in them. Because, yeah. Andrew, what about you? All right. I have some other key technologies to say, and they are sensors and actuators. Sensors are used to help the robots avoid obstacles and to get on a clear path, which I think is really good. Is that is that like part of like AI? How they like AI does that for them? I'm not too sure about that. I just know that they're built in with the robots. Okay, cool. I think it just uses like cameras and also motion detectors. Got it. And also, actuators are also used to convert a control signal into a mechanical s- signal in robots. Okay. And Austin, can you help explain what AI is? Yeah, so I talked about like what most AI things is like key technologies for AI in like the making of it. But one big key uh, technology is the ML model, which is a program that can find patterns or make decisions from previous unseen data scenes. So Andrew, you got any like stories about uh, robots? Because I got a story about um, AI. Let's hear it. Okay, the story of AI is about uh, chess AI, where it went against one of a, a Russian grandmaster that uh, won in 1997. Uh, so IBM um, created uh, the chess robot uh, Deep Blue, which it took like about 50 years, and they had to like make sure the technology was right to figure out uh, like if it's right for like knowing chess codes, and they figured it out. And the chess uh, Deep Blue chess ro- AI robot won against the grandmaster from Russia. The project made history and shows that AI can be creative in things. So, Andrew, how about your story? Oh, actually, my story is kind of similar to yours because it's about a chess robot. So, there was this chess robot that actually was playing against a seven-year-old boy after a few other matches in a chess tournament. And so, the seven-year-old boy made a mistake by moving too quick after the chess robot made it, made its move. So, the chess robot ended up gripping onto the boy's finger and broke it. So that's kind of terrible for the boy, but luckily the boy was left not traumatized and he was able to get back to the chess tournament a day later. So I think that robots should be updated with more safety protocols so that doesn't happen again. Do you think you'll play against a chess robot? No, I don't think I will ever. I would and I would beat the chess robot. I think so. Wow, you're that confident? I am that confident. So, well, what about 
do you think there's like do you think pros of the robots outweigh the cons of robots? To be honest, I'm kind of mixed on that, but I do think that the cons outweigh the pros. Why Be- why is that? Like Well, the pros are like the robots can fill up more like empty jobs and also help humans and in the future robots can work alongside humans and robots can work more efficient, sufficient and perform more tasks. But the cons are like humans can lose more jobs and also robots can have a negative impact on the economy by like people working less and also wages. Okay, so same for me. I think the, well, the pros outweigh the cons for AI because there's a bunch of statistics that it's going to be hard to get all out here. But like some statistics show that the error of AI is less than error than humans. Uh, and like it shows because this job, it shows human error is 11.3% and AI error is 6.8%. The pros of AI that is better because AI could like spend day and night working instead of uh, humans who only have to have eight hours working. So yeah, and it's the availability of it because uh, the AI can work in repetitive jobs and the other workers, like human workers, don't have to work in it. So yeah, and the cons of AI is when uh, that AI has to get updated and like it gets old and doesn't have a much, lot to it. And the other thing, uh, people feel like AI is taking uh, their jobs. So that's what the cons, but the pros outweigh the cons. So yeah, Andrew, you got anything else to say or do we want to talk about the future of it? Um, I think we're ready to talk about the future of AI and robots. So, so I'll let you go first. So we got a guest who wants to talk about the future of AI. So here is Troy, who wants to talk about it with us. Yeah, I'd say AI in general, uh, it can be useful and harmful for certain things. And like ju- this is just current, and like in the future, who knows where it can go. Uh, the way things are going in the world, uh, it's just a whole time of kind of chaos and confusion for a lot of people. So that's just kind of basically what I think would go. Yeah, the future... Uh, the future AI and robots could take over a bunch of jobs, but there'll be like new jobs for like human beings to take over instead of being with their repetitive jobs. So yeah, the future holds a lot for AI robots. What about you, Andrew? I think the goal for robots are to become self-sufficient and also like to be working alongside humans instead of like taking their jobs so our world doesn't become like Wally. Yeah, but what if robots take over? If, they, if you want to be self-sufficient, what if they take over? That's a good point you made. Okay, you just caught me there. Um, maybe we should limit their intellectual, like, intellectual design so, so they, they don't become like, self-sufficient. Maybe. Yeah, so they don't become, so they don't become self-sufficient, and they just work instead of like doing like become self-efficient, they just work for the course. Yeah, we should put, like, an intellectual capacity on them. And so we limit, like, their task. 
Yeah. So like they know how to like sweep or like clean yeah. a, a what car. About you, what about you, Troy? Do you think that's right? Yeah. So kind of just kind of doing basic things. Just knowing to do basic things are not very complex. Like kind of basic things would take up just kind of time and would be time consuming for us to do. So basically, are you saying they'd be beneficial in like that field, basically? Yeah. Yeah. So and then the complex things we can use for us, like how you're saying, like kind of artillery. Uh, it's kind of, I'd say that's more beneficial for humans to do because uh, I know it's like kind of like a fantasy of people thinking robots are going to take over the world, but... Uh, but it could happen. It could. You never know with the way things are going. But uh, I'd say that's more beneficial, I think, if uh, us humans were to do that uh, role because uh, God gave us dominion over the world uh, and he's having us be in charge, so... I think that just from that alone, like we should have our own standards of what we should control and what sh we shouldn't. And so we should keep that dominion over everything. Yeah. So and you're saying we should have control over the robots, but they should still know what to think of stuff. Yeah, like just have them be beneficial for certain things, but not everything to where they can take over our part in the world. Okay. I think that's all we need to talk about. So we all agreed that robots need to know stuff, but they can't take over us, and we'll still be in control. Yeah, yeah. intellectual capacity. Well, that's all about AI and robots. See you next time on the OzPod. This episode has been a production of the Capistrano Valley Christian Schools Podcast Network. Capistrano Valley Christian Schools is a Christian JK-12 school in San Juan Capistrano, California. Be sure to check out, subscribe to, and leave a review of this show and the other shows on our network on your podcast player of choice. Doing so supports the school community in a multitude of ways. For more information about the CVCS Podcast Network or any of our other shows, check out cvcs.org or email podcasts at cvcs.org. On behalf of the whole network, this is Mr. Jasper saying thank you again for listening and stay tuned for more.